Welcome to What's Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Matt Story. On this pod, I sit down with people of color leaders to understand how they've been able to use their superpowers to make an impact on our world. And I do it one story at a time. The podcast this week is a special one, and that's because this is officially the 100th episode of What's Your Story podcast. And anybody that is in the podcasting universe or follows podcasts closely knows that that, that's a pretty big milestone uh, that not many podcasts actually make it to. And as I look back over now in my fourth season, how much that I've taken away and learned from others in those 99 previous episodes, it, it just really blows me away that I've been able to have that many conversations and I've been able to evolve the platform into what it is today because honestly when I when I think back to starting out and sitting in in my in my office and, and thinking about what I went to do with this this platform, I'd scribbled down, I think I scribbled down about twenty five or so names that are folks I wanted to talk to. Um, some of those I haven't I haven't actually spoken with yet. But I didn't I didn't realize what this would, would do for me personally in terms of expanding my view on the world through other stories and really helping me understand what are some of my perspectives on what are the things we're doing well, what are the things we maybe could improve, and you know maybe even what are some things that we should stop in order to make our world more equitable, more inclusive, and, and really allow everyone to show up with their full self, their authentic self, with their superpowers, to really uniquely contribute in the way that we all can do individually, but do so as a collective community to really make a difference and so, you know, sitting here on 100 episodes and recognizing that this platform has has moved and morphed and, and changed over time, but the consistency has been having very special leaders willing to sit down with me and be very transparent, to be very honest, and to willingly share their stories with all of us. And and I, I don't take that don't take that for granted because. Many didn't didn't have to. There's there's a few exceptions in there. There's some people that owed me favors. There's some people, you know, my mom probably couldn't have said no. But for the most part, they had they could have spent their time elsewhere. They could have done many other things that you know these busy, amazing leaders have have on their plate. But they took the time to sit with me and share their stories, which which I really appreciate. And so I just I, I'm just really proud of what we've been able to do. And, and I do say we, because this is not a one person thing. It, it takes not only myself, my family, all the people that have been on the podcast, those that listen, those that send in feedback, those that introduce me to amazing people in their network. There's, there's so many of you out there that have contributed to really getting us to this point of a hundred episodes. And so I just want to first start and say, thank you. And also saying thank you, I, I do have an ask, and that's if you if you have a favorite episode or there's a story that you heard that just really impacted you in a way you didn't expect. I just ask that you share that with someone else in your community that maybe hasn't listened, that maybe hasn't had the opportunity to check out the podcast yet. And then I'd also ask that you go and, depending on what platform you listen on, if it's possible, you rate and review the podcast. Because that's how other people are going to find out about this and, and be able to tap in to the wisdom and the stories that have been shared in the, in the previous 99 episodes.
But looking forward and, and thinking about, you know, what are we going to do with this platform going forward? There's a lot that I have in, in, in mind. There's a lot of things that I want to want to do with the podcast. But right now we find ourselves in Black History Month here in the in the, the U.S. And I think it's a it's a very it's a very tricky uh, time of the time of the year, because on one hand, I think it's amazing the organizations, the individuals that are celebrating black history and that are really opening up our society to understanding the importance of what black history has done for us. But it's also a very tricky thing to navigate in recognizing that it's only a month and recognizing that there might be voices sharing information that are a little quiet the rest of the year. And how does that make all of us feel? And, and what, do, what can we do to make that not be the case is, is something I think a lot of us struggle with. And a lot of us recognize that, you know, black history truly is American history. It's, it's world history. If you, if you look at many of the cultural moments and the tent poles of change, the tent poles of innovation, black history is integrated and woven within all of them. And so it's something that we all should share. This isn't just about recognizing a few of the common names that we've heard previously in, in black history celebrates. It isn't just about only the black community and everyone should feel the the need, but also the ability to participate in, in the celebration, but it also shouldn't be limited to a month. And so it, it is something that, that is, is, is difficult to, to navigate both as we think about it, but also as we're bringing ourselves to do actions that are hopefully driving to a more equitable and inclusive world that sees the black community thrive. And so while most of the podcasts that I've done have been a bit of looking back and a, a bit of reflecting on journeys and, and how did we find ourselves here, I wanted to use this podcast, the 100th episode, a little bit differently. And I wanted to look forward. And, you know, one of the things that's talked about a lot is Gen Z and how they're wired differently and how they're the generation that's going to bring the change that we all want to see. And I think some of that, you know, some of us that are a bit you know, older, or maybe we have a few more laps on the track than, than those in Gen Z. We, we just, you know, we, we don't, we don't take a second and, and listen to their perspective and, and understanding how they view the world, because I can honestly tell you, it's so vastly broader than I myself did at that age. And, and when I think back to when I was in, in similar, um, you know, parts of life, whether it be college, high school, what have you, I definitely didn't have the worldview. I definitely didn't have the inclusive view that many of them have. And I just think there's a, there's a lot that we can learn from them. So what I've done for this episode of I've, I've actually invited a few of the Gen Z folks that I'm lucky to have in my tribe and, and I'm lucky to have in my universe to share their perspectives on first, what do they think? is black history and how do they feel about the concept of black history month? And then I also asked them, how are they individually contributing, creating and making black history in their world and in their communities and in their own unique ways? And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give it away. These, these, I was going to say kids, they, they're not all kids. Uh, these young individuals are, 
leaders already in their own right. And I'm just blown away by their potential. I'm blown away by their wisdom beyond their years. And so I want to share those with you. And then we can talk a little bit about what can we all take away from, from their perspective. So first, I'd like to start with Raven, who is a college freshman and also a podcast host. Hello, everyone. My name is Raven Hayward, and I'm currently a freshman attending UNC Chapel Hill. And Black history is history, and it shouldn't be treated as though it is somehow separate or exclusive from history, but I see it as a collective American history. And it's not peripheral to American history, but I believe it's central to it because it's about celebrating, appreciating, and acknowledging the people of the African diaspora. And it starts in the United States um, by Carter G. Woodson in 1926 as a Negro History Week that emerged from the frustration and the belief that Black people should know their past in order to participate intelligently in society. And it's evolved into a constant movement to look upon our history with pride. And I know that it's now celebrated in Canada and in Germany during the month of February. And in the month of October, it's celebrated in the Netherlands and in the United Kingdom. I see it as our nation's way of showing respect and recognition for the hard work and sacrifices made by African-Americans. And despite a tragic American history that saw Black people bought and sold into slavery, I believe it's a continuing fight against everyday racism and urgent issues like police brutality. Um, We've remained strong, and although it's central to the foundation of this country and what it is today, um, I believe we are so much more than that. And it's taking time to seize the opportunity to honor and too often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in everyday area endeavors and our history. And Black Americans confront a layered and painful past, but we have made it and continuing to make countless cultural contributions for the betterment of society. And it's about sharing and engaging and understanding it is inclusive for our efforts and are even as oppressed people. And it's that opportunity that all can get a sense of where we have been and where we are going as a diverse community beyond the month of February to reflect the past and celebrate our rich culture and continue to hope for the hope of our ancestors as we stand on their shoulders of courage and sacrifices and resilience um, for success in history and in triumphs. And the way that I believe that I'm creating my own Black history is through my podcast titled Diversify Her. I started it um, during the summer before my senior year in high school, and I really wanted it to make a way for Gen Z, which is the generation that I'm a part of, and ways to hear conversations that I'm having with different leaders about ways that women of color can get representation, talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. But even beyond that, I'm able to facilitate these conversations with adults and these leaders and even people from my generation to really just share their stories and offer their knowledge and give advice as we enter in the workforce and just ways to be great young people to eventually make our difference and make our mark on the world because we are the future. And that is the way that I'm creating Black history and what Black History Month means to me. Next up is my oldest nephew, 
Nicodemus, who's a college sophomore. To me, black history means all the history forgotten or remembered of our people. For many stories or songs or lessons that have been passed down from generation to generation. I see black history as our legacy because in most cases, things that we have done today are credited to the white man, which the white man really just took our credit for making. And this was very common back in the enslavement days. Black history to me is our story and our record because through all these years, we have had to fight against the grain and we still prevail. To me personally, I think they don't see themselves as equal to us. So they try to suppress us and enslave us. So they felt like they had some type of power. To this day, there are still people who can't see us as equal to them and would try to kill us and harm us, but we still keep going and break records that shouldn't have been broken as a community. A lot of black history is forgotten and it's disappointing because they want us to forget it so they can use it against us. I bet you didn't know about the Lloyd Jowers case, an important case about an important figure for black history, MLK. The Lloyd Jowers case was the MLK family wanting the truth about what happened to him. He was assassinated by Memphis Police Lieutenant Earl Clark and others had conspired with him to assassinate MLK. You want to know why you never heard of it? Because at the same time this case was going on, the O.J. Simpson case was going on. So what does the white media do? Blast the coverage on the O.J. case trying to incriminate the black man and hide the MLK case under the rug. That's why it's important to know your black history because the white media doesn't want you to. I am creating black history every day in my own way just by waking up in the morning. I attend the HBCU surrounded by great peers who are making history themselves. I've attended protests and raised awareness for fundraisers or charities as well. As for my plan in the future, God and I already have a plan and I can't spoil it for you, but watch closely in these next years. I'm coming for history. Next, we have Taj, who is a high school freshman. Hello, my name is Taj Adenandis, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about what Black History Month means to me. I'm 15 years old. I live in Oakland, California. And yeah, I'm going to talk about what Black History Month means to me. Sorry, I'm a little bit congested. So when I hear what does Black History Month mean to me, I think of a month in the year that people and my ancestors can be honored for the crazy things that they did and how they put their life on the line to make changes in the world. Yeah, it's just a month to just calm down and celebrate our culture and further educate people who aren't as, you know, they don't know much about black culture. So some events that come to mind when I think of black history is civil rights movement, how my ancestors and my people fought for rights and they fought f- that we can sit at a table and we don't have to, you know, drink from a dog fountain. You know, we can drink from a water fountain now. You know, and I think of that and I think of slavery. I think of all the hardships and hard times that my people had to go through to make this world a better place. And it's it's slowly coming there. But, you know. It's, we still live in a pretty messed up world. But this month is really meant to honor them and remember them. So if I were to explain how I am creating Black history, I would probably say the biggest thing is being a leader. You know, my parents always taught me to 
move with respect and do your own thing, you know. Pave your own path. Don't don't always do what everybody else is doing. You know, uh Black History Month was created by Carter G. Woodson. And I think, you know, this month, like I said earlier, was uh, just a month to remember all the crazy things uh, our ancestors had to deal with and people are still fighting for. So, you know, I would say the biggest thing is being yourself and being a leader. Don't, you know just being yourself and making a difference in the world. That's how you will create history. That's how you will create black history, you know, for the sake of it, you know, just being yourself and staying true to yourself. I'm Tajan Hernandez. Thank you for listening on what Black History Month means to me. And last but not least, you've heard me many times talk about being a girl dad. You've heard me talk a lot about Rebecca and I's parenting journey through many of these episodes, but uh, this first time we have invited Rebecca and I's daughter, our oldest daughter, Alani, who's a high school freshman, onto the podcast. I believe Black History Month is a phony failed attempt by the American school systems to represent Black historical figures as more than people who were just enslaved. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. As much as I want to say that the American school system is helping to celebrate and ensure that black history is not forgotten, why are they only designating one month of an entire year to tell the history of America? American history would not be American history without the help of people of color. What happens right after Black History Month? We go back to reading our books that are only written by white men who quote-unquote built America? To me, black history is everywhere we look. I am black history. My life is black history. Black history is the celebration of the beauty of black joy, their resilience and their achievements. I am black history by not letting the history, the pain and the remarkable achievements of my ancestors be erased or eradicated. My life is black history and I plan to share my story of my ancestors with people. My ancestors came to this land from Africa to New Orleans to Texas they later migrated to California, where my grandparents were the first in the family to receive a college education. They held professional positions, with my beautiful grandma becoming one of few senior vice presidents in a major bank. They have always expressed the importance of education and being proud of my success as a black woman. I am black history because I carry my family's struggles and challenges and their victories into the future. I am black history. Wow. Um, I, I just, I didn't, what, what was interesting is I, I literally gave each of them just the question. I, I didn't, I didn't provide any guidance. I didn't provide any, hey, you should talk about this. And what I was blown away by all of them is not only just how they were able to really share their opinion, share their perspective, uh, and, and, and do it in a way that was so eloquent, but thoughtful, but also it wasn't rainbows and, and unicorns and, and they were very authentic to how they feel. And as I, as I stated, I, I think we, a lot of times we don't, we don't really seek out their 
as a generation, you know, think about Gen Z and then we're quickly going to have Gen Alpha coming up. We don't really seek out to understand how we feel. We, we a lot of times, and again, this may be more as a parent, we tell them what they what they should be feeling or we tell them how they should be uh, thinking about certain things because we assume that they don't have the years of wisdom or the experiences that some of us have have collected. But what I was was really taken taken back by is just how thoughtful they were in really seeing both the history of of, of black the black community, but also how they were able to reference the things that have happened. And it wasn't your usual things that we see, uh, you know, the quotes on on social media or the stories that are often so retold over and over and over every February. But they did their research and they had the receipts. And I also think I asked them how they maybe are creating black history. And, and I was just really impressed by how they all were able to articulate with their own unique ways of doing that uh, at, at such a, a such an early age. And I, I know many of the, they're, they're going to go out to do many things. They're going to contribute to our world in many different ways. But for me, I'm just excited to see their stories. I'm excited to hear what are going to be those pivotal moments in their journeys and how they're able to bring their authentic perspective, their authentic lived experiences to life and how they're going to create Mama, We Made It moments and how they're going to be able to help us understand how to grow, how to lead, how to come together and do anything. And so hopefully you enjoyed hearing from each of those amazing young individuals. Uh, I'm going to include some links to some of the things that they're up to. So if you want to follow their journeys, you can you can check them out. But I just really, again, I go back to I appreciate everyone that has been a part of the podcast and helped us to get to 100 episodes. I'm very appreciative of my young leaders that were brave enough to share with me their perspectives on Black History Month and how they are creating Black history in their own ways. And yeah, that that's it. Stay tuned for the, the next 100 episodes. Until next time. I encourage you, as always, to continue to share your story. It's so important, not only for you, but for others to hear your story. And if you have any feedback or any comments about any of the podcasts, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at all of the social channels at Matt E. Story, or you can go to my website, www.mattestory.com. 